Welcome to Raw Radio. And we are live again. So here we are again. Hey, you made an interesting observation. I don't miss the record button anymore. No, it's been like uh, five or six episodes, not including the takeaways. So, you know, 10 or I'm 12. Step, I'm stepping my game. <laughs> you are. You are. You are quite. You're the podcaster now. You're a professional <laughs> podcaster. You should give classes. Um, <laughs> step one. <laughs> is, that, is that what it is? Yes. Uh, step one, hit record. Don't forget to hit record. All right. So, so what's this takeaway all about? Well, uh, the takeaway is um, why and how we do things. Is that correct? We the talked to we Henry on the mat. Right. We talked to Henry Atkins. Um, if you don't know who Henry is, Google him. Mm-hmm. Find out. The dude is amazing. First of all, he is one of those unique individuals in Jiu-Jitsu community who had the opportunity to train with Hickson Gracie. Everybody knows who Hickson is. Um, and I don't mean by training, quote unquote, with him. He actually was hands-on. I was, was going to say, go to a seminar. No, it's <laughs> not say, I going to a seminar or stopping by. He's one of the guys way back in nineties. I was ninety-five, I think, when he started. But he had the opportunity to be at Hickson's academy training with Hickson on a daily basis, then having a fundamental functions and, um, I guess, roles within Hickson's academy before he went on on his own. Today, he lives in Vegas, and he continues passing on the torch of Brazilian jiu-jitsu and really fundamentals and self-defense-oriented uh, focus. Um, so where's this why and how coming into this big picture? Uh, I think it comes into the big picture in in the way we do things and the purpose and the process of the of those ways on the mat, right? Why are we putting ourselves in this position or that position? Why are we putting our hand here? Why are we choking with this part of our arm um, instead of the other? And uh, and how do you get there? And how do you execute it? Um, that's what I took away the most uh, from our conversation because he I, talks, he's so rooted in the fundamentals. Right. And I think that um, without those fundamentals and knowing why and how um, you're probably, you might be pretty good, but you're not going to be as good as you can be. Well, it's a, it's a fundamentally different way of looking at things. Right. And Henry talks about this often. Um, we find ourselves in these situations where somebody gives us, Three, five, seven steps, execute this, don't even think about it, life is good. And, and, and that works with a certain purpose of knowing these steps. You know a technique, you know a process, but if you don't understand why things happen the way it happened, if you don't understand why you're doing what you're trying to do, um, you'll have zero ability to adapt if things slightly change. Mm-hmm. And I think this is what's important. Right. So why is their hand here? Why are we making this this motion? Why our knee goes up? Why are we standing on our toes? Why are we shifting? Why are we pivoting? Why are we turning? We're center of the gravity. And I think if we understand the why, then we can start applying the how. And the how are the steps. The how is the process of execution, mm-hmm. if you will. Um, unfortunately or fortunately, 
they go hand in hand. Without one, the other is quite useless, and you know, vice versa. Yeah, for sure. How are uh, you looking at this, Gary, from a perspective of um, somebody who's been doing jujitsu for <laughs> you know uh, about seven decades now? And sure, I, I'm yeah. I'm kidding, but listen, for, for somebody who has a very different perspective than I do, just simply because of the length of the time that we've been involved in this. What, what what's your take on the why and how? I think um, it takes a while to understand how important those things are, and I think people, at least me, and I and I think quite a, a lot of other people, just from you know being around the academy as much as I am, uh, a lot of people focus on the steps and the technique, and it's because it's so much fun if you submit somebody when you're a white belt it's so much fun if uh you know your your arm bar looks really nice uh you know and it's so much fun if um you know you're you're cruising along at that white white belt level um just doing the how the techniques and 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 perfecting them but if you don't understand why you're doing the things you're doing um when you go to open mat or when you are doing positional training, um, everything kind of goes out the window at that point, right? Now you're on your back. How do I escape? Well, you don't, you don't know, you don't know why you're on your back. You don't know how to get off of your back. Um, so all those things that you perfected, you know, up until that point, um, they don't matter much. And, well, let uh, me challenge you for a second before sure. before you go on with this. Can you really perfect the technique without knowing why? You can make it look good on a video. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Instagram you, is because awesome. Because nobody be, right, because nobody's challenging you, right? So when you're in class and you're a white belt, a blue belt, any class, any level, right? And you're you're So what you're saying is you can make it. So right? what you so what you're Go saying ahead. is that you make making the steps smooth yes. does not make the technique efficient. It doesn't make it applicable in a real, in a real setting. There you go. Whether the, whether your real setting is just sparring, you know, open mat, or the real setting is some unfortunate incident. Makes it in, good on the outside of the academy. Yeah, it makes it look good out here. I'm going to say it again. I love it, Travis Stevens. Somebody walks up to him and shows him an Instagram video. And what does he say? He's like, that looks cool, but it's bullshit. Uh, I love it. And um, because, because there's no real life situation going on there. That's a routine, right? It's a dance routine. Now, you know, and that's, and it's a dance routine where if, if you do nail it, yeah, you can, you can submit somebody, you can choke somebody out. But it's a routine. It's worked out. And until you understand um, why these positions are important, um, then that's all it really is, right? It's not. It's Because once that routine stops, what do those people do? Well, they got to back up and start over again from a position that they're comfortable in so they can proceed to the next thing, right? Well, if in a real life scenario, you're not going to get that opportunity. So, uh-oh, my routine has been broken and now I have no idea what to do, right? I have no idea how to get back to point B because it, it got disrupted. 
right? I'm so for me as my level where I'm at the dumpster fire, I call my uh, jujitsu. It's it's <laughs> how did I end up here? How do I get out of here? And the and the way you do that is by really understanding the fundamentals, because you know somebody who's a lot flashier than me and looks really good, you know, hey, if you know. I've got them in half guard and I'm on my side and I'm deep inside. Cool. All your flashy stuff really isn't going to do anything right now. I'm protected. I'm safe here for a while, you know, or if I can get the side control, um, you know, Henry talked about it, you know, establishing that position and really having that position down. Well, you know, you got all the time in the world to play. Right. And, um, you know, for me, I just, that's, that's kind of the way I, I'm looking at it. And Henry just kind of really reinforced a lot of things for me today. Yeah. Another, another important part that you just mentioned that Henry talked about is that sparring positional training scenario where, where you can actually practice hands-on um, the concepts or the techniques that you presently working on, right? Yeah. What, what's, what's your thoughts on this? I'm really curious to see where, where your perspective is. Um, simply because sparring is so much fun, isn't yeah, it? It's a bl- well, it can be. It's a, yeah, sparring can be a lot of fun, but I think positional training, if you if you go into it, understanding it, can be just as much fun. You hate being on bottom, but guess what? You right now you don't have a choice. You're starting from bottom. That's where you're going to start from. Now get out. And if you don't know why and how. It's going to suck. The next two minutes well, are going to suck. And then, and then the bell rings and you flip over and now you're on top. And the guy who's on bottom knows the why and how. And in that next two minutes, right, he's reversed you four or five times. You know, that, that could be even more demoralizing, I think, than really like getting your ass handed to you while sparring. Oh, I um, agree 100%. Getting, being, being I think played it with. You that you really don't know. You don't right, know. It, it, it it getting being played with or 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 getting schooled if you will whatever whichever terminology you want to meet, use is probably more uh, has more impact on me personally than getting demolished in a sparring session mm-hmm. right yeah, it, for sure. it, yeah 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 i mean if if i'm stuck on bottom that's you know we had a guy uh really great training partner but when we would spar and i was underneath him you know, all those days at open mat, I knew I wasn't getting out. Right. And so you would kind of just, and, and unfortunately he's great as a, you want to give him a shout out. Hey, Elon, <laughs> <laughs> he was an amazing training partner and he would help you after, um, and show you some things, but you know, I didn't at that level, I didn't know, you know, you're watching videos or you're practicing the technique from the week and, you know, you don't really know the real applications of those things. Um, and you get, you get trapped on bottom and you're done, you know, you're waiting out the round or you, you're waiting to be submitted. And that's Here's worse a than the guy who's going hard and going fast and submitting you five times, you know, just for me, it is. Yeah, no, I agree hundred percent. Listen, the bottom line is this, you can learn how to swim without getting in a pool. Like that's the bottom line. So if you want to know how to escape side control and escape it very well, well, you need to yeah. find yourself in side control and you've got to do it not once, twice, or you got to do it daily for extensive periods of time. And you really got to first really understand how to protect yourself. Two, you can start escaping, right? Three, you can start regaining control of this entire situation. And then once you've got those three established, 
then you can start thinking about tacking. Yeah. I mean, that, that's the bottom line. And, the, you know, that's one of dozens of examples that we can talk about. But the point is, you, you have to put yourself in these positions. So if mm -hmm. you really want to be really, really good in passing the guard, well, you got to find yourself in that. You can't pull guard. You need to be on top and you need to attempt passing that guard. You need to understand what your partner is trying to do. You have a clear vision of what your goal is. And now you can start working on how. Mm -hmm. and, and I think, um, you know, if we start thinking in that sense, that sparring session is not going to be so appealing anymore. I think that positional training is going to be by far more fun. Why? Because we can establish our goals and we can achieve those, same, those goals much quicker, much more efficiently, but two, our skill set goes up. Mm -hmm. So then when we do find ourselves in that sparring session, the same process we've been drilling for days, weeks, months, however long, hundreds of times, is going to be that much smoother. And yeah, I'm, sure. I'm pretty confident that um, your success is going to be much higher if you invest the time into the grind versus try to experiment in a life oh, is that sparring what the grind session. Is? That's the grind? Well, well, People that's... have been talking about it for years. I never knew what it was. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. But I really, it's, it's, it's understanding the positions, I think, is really important. Um, because if you understand mount, you can understand how to get out of it. You know, if you understand um, open guard, if you're a good open guard player, well, then you're going to be probably be able to pass pretty well too, right? Because you're going to you're going to know both sides. You got to know both sides. You got to know everything about it, you know, in order to execute one or the other. So, good stuff. Make sure you listen to Henry's episode. There's a lot of golden nuggets in there. A lot yeah, I of think good there's, stuff. There's a lot of gems. Old Make school notes, perspective, old think. school perspective, and we're not even talking about the stories of Hicks and Gracie that he mentioned. We're not even going to talk about those right now. You got to listen to the show, and then don't forget, Fuji Geese are waiting for you. We're yes. giving one away every month. All you need to do is go to our website, theroadradio.com, drop your email address, drop your name, let us know that you're listening, and then boom, you just might be the winner. And, and they're sweet geese, man. You're gonna, and they are free. Yes, free. Let's wrap this kid. up. <laughs> All right. On to the next one. All right. Later. See you. Peace. Thank you for listening to Raw Radio. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to leave us a review and help us make the show even more amazing. For future episodes, check out our website and follow us on all major podcast platforms. Take care. Take care.